on page on page Dalit Shin Shin Dalit on the right hand column Aleph Chaf Imkain. This mime is the completion of the series that we're learning, the Teres Haidama, the Indian of Shabbos. Here, Rav Kluge is addressing the issue of Shuva and Shabbos. Since, since uh, on the one hand, we've learned that when a person comes to the Heichel HaMelech, when a person comes to Shabbos, the person doesn't think at all about, doesn't concentrate or focus at all on whatever was during the week, his chesvainas, gashmis, ruchnis, everything is bahava, everything is oinig and rotsin, kol malach ta'asuya, as the Chedushim says, afilu malach ha'shalayim, everything. On the other hand, Shabbos is Shabbos Baitashiv. The Oasis of Shabbos is Tshuva. And all Indian of Shabbos is Tshuva. That's the question. So how could that be? So Kluge is using the famous marshal of Al-Shamta, which he elaborates in this marshal about a certain little villager that made the mistake. He's talking with some of the Hevra over there in the village, and he said something and he said something uh, disgraceful. He said, Bizyanis about the king. The king is a Gavaldigi king, but he said that the, with the taxes, it's not nice, whatever, and so on and so forth. The king, somehow, word got back to the king, and all the and all the advisors of the king wanted to put this guy to death, a chutzpah, some villager. The king knew it was the tachlis. By doing that, that's not going to change the villager. It's going to get all of the villagers, friends and family upset. The whole, his whole village is going to be uh, filled with people who now want to make a merit against the king. This is going on in the school, in yeshiva, in classes all the time. And, and um, what's the tachlis? What have you, what have you, uh, what have you accomplished? The king understands that this villager that this villager doesn't understand Bechlal what the Malchus is. He thinks that the Malchus, the, the villager thinks that the Malchus is that the, the, the cows are a little bigger over there, you know, in the capital city, and that and that uh, the stables are a little bit warmer, and the Malchus means there must be a lot of chickens, not just a few chickens, there are a lot of chickens. And uh, he doesn't have a musag of what, of what the Malchus is. So on page over there on the right-hand column, so the king decided. The king was was a and he and he of course understood that how is it possible the villager had a chutzpah to talk like that? The Torah says it wasn't a chutzpah. It wasn't a chutzpah. Because ain't any of them Because he doesn't know anything. He's simply ignorant of what Malchus is and who the king is. And the king understood that this guy's not a criminal. He just doesn't understand. Since he's got four chickens and he figures that the king's got ten chickens, the village's cheshman is that maybe he'll be king also. When he gets a couple more chickens, he'll be king. So the king decided was the tachlis to kill the guy. There's a way to turn the villagers' heart to me in a good way and not using the fear of punishment or the fear of death. So what did the wise king do? Remember, Harav Kluge said, and we know that especially when it comes to the Mishalim of the Baal Shem Tev, they're deceivingly simple. That there's an Oymik Sheba Oymik in all of, every word for the Baal Shem Tev, and his Mishalim in particular, which are Malbushim, the Tairis, it's a very, very deep Mishalim. So Ma'asa, so what did the king do? Shalak Shlichim Laidila Kafrik, Yehenik Laibamatana, Diras Magurim Bekev Echad Be'arahamadina. He sent messengers to go to the villager to tell him that that he is he 
is Zaycheh, he is receiving a gift, a, 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 an apartment, a place to stay in one of the Arei Medina. A place to stay, a, a nice a house, in one of the nice, not, not the, this place, this little village, but in a nice city, one of the Arei Medina. He doesn't have to be in the village, in this village. He can come to the city. The villager is very confused by this this uh, fantastic gift. Actually, other beschus mazoch, I don't know what was this chus that he should get shluchim coming from the king to give him such a thing. Here, bekiyavu ki ilu yada hamalch mativai. The message the uh, the villager was thinking, uh, if the king only knew, he thought that he didn't know the king. If the king only knew who I am, well, he wouldn't give him such a present. He himself knows that he spoke out against the king, and he's and he deserves punishment, not reward. So now the villager, so now the villager. So this this uh, this hillbilly, so he goes to the he goes to the big city. Right, that reminds us of an old show. Those are a little bit older here. So he goes to the big city, and he lives there. Ben Bnei Ha'ir, I guess Jed and Granny and the whole yeah <laughs> the whole chaver yeah Jethro yeah that was that was uh, one one of the important parts of growing up here. <laughs> So the shift is some Ben Bnei Ha'ir niftuchu einav lirais olam achem ikvishi hikir adatam. Wow! So this this guy never saw anything like this. His whole life he never left that little arais gavaf in the village, and now he sees this. Wow! The city, you know, whatever Fifth Avenue and beautiful places over here, and buildings and stores. Anoshim and Ayishuvi, civilized people. Masumatan business going on. Mischar, Mamkar, all kinds of big deals, Ashirim and Nagidim, wealthy people, mansions, he sees all of this. And he's astonished. He's in the king, they have over here communication and newspapers and different things, and he sees from time to time articles, he reads proclamations, whatever, about what's going on in the palace and by the king. And over here in the city, since the king is a very chosh of the king, everybody speaks about the king, about the chashivas of the king, who he is and what he does. Everybody's excited that the king is going here, he's going there. When's he traveling? Where's he headed? Now the, now the villager is filled with shame and embarrassment. Not not before anybody else, but for himself, he's embarrassed. Why? Because in the past, because his mind was so tiny and locked into the musagim, into the whole into the whole world view of the of the kfar, of the village, he was talking about Malchus, and about the king, and about the Malucha, he had no, he had no idea of what Malchus was. Who was he b'chlal? To open up a mouth against the king. As this period of time passed, and the villagers thinking all about this stuff, to his surprise, and he gets a, another messenger come to tell him that he that he has a new gift from the king. Dira bi'ir habira. Now he's not living. He's he has a gift, a, a place to live, a house, not in one of the Arham Medina, not in this city, in this nice, but to go to the capital, to the to the bira. This is now he's more and more humiliated and embarrassed about how the king is so good to him and is doing all this for him. And and uh, how he said things against the king. He never knew the king, didn't understand anything about the king. And how, 
What could he ever say to the king who's so kind to him and does all of this for him? So he loads up the truck and he heads for the and he heads for the capital. So he comes to the capital and over there from the capital you could see in the where he is, he could see the, the palace. And when he goes and he sees this, Hipila al Kafi Tadhema Azo Mayragardli is filled with astonishment and fear. He the Negad Ainov Khalfumbur Kharvis Mayos Khayolit Swai Samluchi hid a soldiers, hundreds of soldiers walking around. Hapaisim Basakh Uba Klizama Lakwaita Malchus walking around in, in step and with all kinds of music, Lakwaita Malchus in honor of the king. They're wearing all kinds of fancy uniforms. Can't imagine. Look at the clothing. Look at the uniforms these guys are wearing. They only work for the king. What must be? What do they wear in the palace? should be a day with the trumpets. Assuming are made from gold, and these are just soldiers and guys that work over here. Who knows what the king has in the Ginza Amalek and his, in his treasure, whatever he's got over there. He can't carry anymore in his heart. This is the, the busha. This, the. He keeps on thinking back to how he opened his mouth. But he was sitting over there, you know, having a drink and whittling some wood. You know, uh, outside the, the 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 you know Floyd's barber shop, you know, back in the uh, mixing together different shows. It was all it was all the same actors. I'm doing it on purpose. It was the same actors, the same directors, was everything was the same. Yeah, so I remember that. So it was a mistake. I know Floyd's from the other place, but the, the he's thinking about how he how he how he said these things against the king. Echa potza piv. Who is he? He's an impoverished, unworthy person. The Nash of Hevel Pivel Amelach, that he was blowing hot air out of his mouth about the king. And in such an not covered way. Once he's, he's here in the, in the capital city, Higdim. The Karim Kalhayim, Hakadim. I'm sorry, the Karim Kalhayim. The people here in the in the capital, they're all day long. They're talking about the king. They're playing music. They're bowing down. They're going on their on their faces. It's from the fear of the king and the covet of the king. So over here, Chosh Atzmai, Shofel Anoshim. He feels himself to be Mamish, the lowest person in the world. Haroy Lachal Einish. And and if the king only knew what I would get such a punishment. Ella The king's not done with this guy. I mean the punishment's not over. He gets an invitation to live in the walls of the of the palace, of the of the um, of the Malchus. <coughs> they say that from the, from, the, from the day that the guy that the villager went over there into the into the hechalas, uh, he, he was pale, he was white. We pam la pam, slave, and every every now and then they would hear coming out from him a big krechts. Heartbreaking cracks will come out from the guy. His and he's walking. He, he's over there. He lives over there, in the chutzah of the king, silver and the gold. All the stuff like from from Shusha. The Levi by Mar. His heart is so bitter. It's so stupid. When he was sitting in the village, the Davrei Alamelech, when he spoke against the king, he, he felt himself to be a fool, an idiot. Even an animal was better than him. 
course, the Balshamta didn't go into all of this. Balshamta said in one sentence about taking him into Hechel Amalek, but the Rav Kulugis. He was given the most delicious foods were brought to him. He, he was a, a guest of the king. He couldn't eat. He couldn't eat. That's what Yom Kippur really should be. The person thinks how the Barishon gives, gives us a chance in Yom Kippur and invites us forget instead of throwing us off the mountain together with the Silas Ozli, he invites us in, he gives us a yontiv, and gives us a ch- and gives us such a chance to have, to have a shaykhist to him, to be close to him. Nishbaruch ha-bekirbay. His spirit is broken. Chosh ke-shefa harava ha-mushpalav me'esamalach. He feels every bite of the fancy food over there. Ka'aynish nerev ayimavu. Like the, the most horrible punishment. He feels like a punishment. He could be potter from all of this silver and gold and food and the more the light of the Malucha becomes revealed to him, the more he sees over there. The more the regret and the deeper the regret and the remorse that he feels over the past. All the people over there didn't understand. Madua Kafri has a why this village is so fortunate that the king is so good to him. Why is it that this villager walks around? Life's just pun of so tsara he walks around with a cloud over his face. Guy should be the happiest person in the world. He walks around, he seems to be always nervous and depressed. The king's not done with him. More tithe. More good. And the king lifts him up more. The Kirvay Lafon of Admaidi is Makarvim very much. Adshek Tirul the Echemi Sarhamalucha. He appoints him to be one of the Sarhamalucha. He appoints him to be one of the one of the ministers of, him, of the king. Harayim is Pnehamalach, who actually is Echem to see the king. The Kanvailach. Haya Adkarv Lahalke Machshava Bachadri Hadam Shalamalach. Lat Silas Amaisim Amachutim. Ashakulam Aimim Kavit Badad Tveris. So he's part of that world of that, that's allowed to walk around in, in the inner chamber of the king and knows what's going on over there. Everything there is all covered the fairest, the splendor, the glory of the king. Now he knows, since he knows what's going on in the kingdom and he's privy to the information of what, what, what it takes to run a whole huge malchus. So he understands why there are taxes. When he was sitting in the village over there, he had time this hackery. What is the king's agan? What's he taking from us over here? Now he sees what it means, a malucha. It comes from a deep place, and it's to help the whole medu, to help the whole medina, to helping people, doing good for people. He sees the cover of the malchus, he falls onto the floor of Mirabib Chiyas Neiros. He's crying and sobbing. She almost dies. <coughs> he feels he can't go on like this. And he throws himself before the king. That the king should forgive him for his stupidity. Now that he's here in this place, not only does he see the Diver Hevel, the Narishkeit, the Diver Hevel Shadida. What silliness, what smallness, what Narishkeit. Think of the things that you and I say, our evaluations in, of Yiddishkeit and Halacha and uh, Hashkafic things and Halachic things and how we talk like idiots. We make these in Yonim to say like how it should be. And, you know, it's, it's much more absurd than the picture over here. Much more absurd, because we're talking about Melech, Melech, and Melech, and we're not even villages. But we know, we know, that that's how Hashem should do it. And for this guy, it's not good, and, and, the, and, and Hashem didn't do good by this guy, and Hashem didn't do good by that, and how it's like this, and he takes from us so many taxes, after uh, this mitzvah, that mitzvah, and all these different things. Now, Asher Kamu Sagav Dalem Vereikim Hayyikir Esisei Cheres. 
he now knows that all of his musagim, the way that he thought, was like shards of clay, of cheres, of nothing. Alamaka, not only that, Alamaka atas hakomitsiyus akvar kuloi, which he thought this kvar, he thought that his village was the center of the universe. He sees what's his kvar. Kemar medli kishachim was naims, nothing. Nothing. Like a drop in the bucket and the things on the scale, those, the little crumbs. Kegarga avak, like a piece of a crumb of dust, a, a little speck of dust. <coughs> like a leaf that's blown in the wind. Chasve erech and adar metzias, and it doesn't, like it, like it doesn't, it doesn't even exist. That's his village, his big chasve village. That, that, you know, that they, that they, they, hold, they made a whole parade. And they're all excited, and they thought they're the biggest because they, there was like a new, a new fire hydrant or something. And they put ribbons around it, like, you know, you see, like, these, you know, these, these little villages. And this was the center of his universe. This was his home at Sias. And he sees it's embarrassing. The whole thing is a bush and a cherpa. L'shem Advar, so he's crying. This guy throws himself in front of the king, and he's crying. The king hears this. And he's watching this. So Amalehamel Kyapidvar Vashadiva Bikfar. He says, My friend, you should know that according to what you said back home, Nakshav Lamarid Bamalchus, you know that you're a Marid Bamalchus. You're a you rebelled against the you rebelled against me, against the king. Vidin Harigalov. And there's a din of you being executed. You really need to be killed. This villager who now became a minister of the king, he's lying on the floor and he's crying and begging the king. Believe me, I've gotten punished enough. You know what the punishment was? The the unbelievable tithes that you've been doing for me. Kishpudim lubanim baobekiba that came like hot forks, uh, not like spits, like in my stomach. All the all the tayvas that you give me. Kibulas kol hatayva, the chash and eroila, all the tayva that I got that I'm not worthy of. Yerim liyerim his barley yosef yosef mihu amalach avadul believe me, your Majesty. Every single day I got to understand more and more and more who the big who the, who you are. I open my mouth against you. Now I really, I, I know, I understand. I'm, not, I'm never going to, I'm never going to be like that again. I'm never going to be so, so stupid. I'm not going to come even anywhere close to, to, to ever thinking such things, let alone to say such things. This is the beautifully painted picture of that marshal of the Balshantav. The was in the Pasuk. I'm sure many of you know how he didn't see it. He'll bring it in a minute. How that's in the Pasuk. He explained the Pasuk and, and tell him with that. Alpizais. Lahavdal Elof Alfe Havdalis Lain Aruch Ben Hamashal. Now Balshantav will be on the next page. Ben Hamashal de Lahal. And Elif Alfi Havdalas, you can't compare the Marshal, because the Marshal is talking stamp about a, 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 a human king. And what did the villager talk about? He spoke about the taxes, he was upset. You can't even compare it in any way to the Nimshal. A little bit of a reflection of a reflection. Remember we asked at the beginning, and again it comes mamish to the Seder, to our parishes, the last pasuk in the parasha, in parasha Shmois. So he is the kasha. So he is the kasha. He is the kasha in Hashem. He was upset, my son, and his madrega. At the very end of the parasha, so he was sent, you know, and everything to Paro. And he asks, Loma, and, and it got worse for the Jews, right? So, Lama Hariyoyi Salamazah, Lama Zeshlachtani, why did you, got, you, you made it worse for them. Why did you send me? Umeoz Bosi al Pare, Ladaba Bishmecha, 
B'shemcha. Hey, Rolamazer, ever since I came to power to talk in your name, it's gotten worse for them. And you didn't save them. You didn't save them. It's worse than before you sent me. And then we, were, we couldn't understand because then right afterwards, next Shabbos, I mean, Mincha Shabbos, right away begins the era El Avram, it's a Yaakov, the Kelshaka, and Hashem starts to tell us nice things. And he spoke out against against the king in such a way. And Hashem doesn't doesn't uh, respond. He ignores he, the chutzpah that is upon him. He ignores all of that. And he goes on to say, Hashem Elokim, Yudkevavkes Megaltem, Shmi Hashem Loinadatilhem. I never made myself known with the name Yudkevavke only to you. He reveals the shame Yudkevavke. In other words, he invites him into the palace. He, he reveals the deepest secrets of the Shem Havaya. And he says, I didn't, I never showed, I never revealed that to the others. I never invited them so far into the palace like you. Boy, that's a bad punishment. Moshe Benu, in the, in, 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 in the, in the, Moshe Benu is, is the villager. But, that's Moshe Benu, that, us, so then when Moshe Ben has said that, we don't see anything. Hashem doesn't answer at all. Hashem doesn't start to say, oh, I'm going to kill you. Who do you think you are? <coughs> what do you think you know? How dare you talk like that? You're a married b'malchus? Nothing. He reveals the, the biggest type in the world, the Shem Havai Baruch which means everything. understand that everything is... But it means everything is toiv, the Shem Havaya, everything is Rachm, everything is toiv, everything is good. We came right afterwards. Right after Moshe, when it comes with the Taina, how could it be? The Ozbos, the Alpara, Lama Harius, and so on. Hatzel, he salted. Right afterwards, Nizgalah, the Shem Havaya. Hashem reveals the Shem Havaya to him. I love you so much. I'm only showing this to you. I never showed this to anyone else. I feel Even to the others, I didn't reveal this. The Kashi at the beginning is a Hakid Chazal, Hakid Rashi. How can they say, Vaidabra, Vaira, how could it be Vaidabr? Vaidabr is a lotion of what? Mishpat. Dibri my Mishpat. It's harsh. What was the harshness? Hashem revealed the shame you gave So what's the Mishpat? What's the harshness? Because when the king when the king gave everything good to the villager, he felt in that he felt in that the harshest punishment. Because he, he saw his own silliness and emptiness and smallness. And he saw how how the biggest chutzpah in the world is that he spoke against the king. Instead of, the king didn't punish him. The, the, the king showed him the, the, the greatest affection and love. Hashem shows Moshe ben the Shem Havai and takes him into the inner chamber of the king. And that's Dibri Mishpat. That's, that's, that's the biggest Mishpat. That's the most difficult punishment to bear. Gilui Shem Havai Baruchu. Lomad Moshe ben Avshalom is imki harachim hagnuzim b'seich hadin v'agolus. Moshe ben Asur, when that was revealed to him, he understood in, in, in the deepest way the rachim Hashem, the toy, the love of Hashem that's hidden in all of the dinim of Golis and everything in all of the din of Golis. Moshe ben Asur now <coughs> the toy. Boish v'nichlam neiroyz al shama hashama. It was the biggest punishment. He was humiliated about what he said. Hashem shows Moshe Benu more and more. The whole parish you understand like this. Hashem shows Moshe Benu more and more. Ketzet Paro Merulam Ilam Yisrael. Hashem is Boch Migaleo Kani Ichbarati Yislibo. Hashem tells him the secret of of Ichbarati Yislibo that Paro wasn't altogether uh, using his bechira. 
And all of this was, everything that was going on all of these years, and these last, and this last kufa was just that there should be a gula, there should be a redemption, but a different kind of redemption. It would make the people ready to, to, for the greatest good that there ever was, which is to receive the Torah Har Sinai. the Rosh says, and he saw the unbelievable toiv and the humility, modesty of Hashem in the high time. And therefore, Kasher is Chanein, the tough Kuv Tesvav Tfilus, and Moshe Benner was begging Hashem with his, with his 515 Tfilus, to please let him into Eretz Yisrael. Pasach Lema, how does he daven? What does he say? He says, you already showed me, I, I saw, I understand now. As I, you showed your servant, like the king taking him into the palace, as Godlucha, as Yodcha Chazaka, your greatness and your whatever. So what's he saying? He's trying to butter up Hashem. He's saying, you already punished me enough. You showed me how, despite all of my faults and all of my all the things that I said, you showed me as as God luchav as yodcha chazaka. You showed me the midas tovcha, and for me that was the biggest punishment. <coughs> I know the truth of who the king is, and even that, even Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know. But the chasreim ha'atnalakim to know the truth of who Hashem is. But more than anybody else, that for me was the biggest punishment. Can't I go to Israel? Can you let me there? So believe I've been, I've suffered enough from that embarrassment and humiliation. He already knows the light of Hashem and everything that Hashem does. Paul, the philosopher, tells that even though he wasn't allowed into it to sell it, what doesn't mean that he wasn't piled anything with the tefillas. Ella, shnis bakish lahaskim lelekanis laetzasal kadei shakach yuchah besamikdash leicharvet v'tishafech hachemal eitzravon of love and he saw that he was piled that when there would be a korban that it wouldn't be to destroy the Jewish people, it would be to destroy the buildings and so on. Okay, that's now what's the pasuk that the Balshemtiv explained all of this in? This whole marshal was on on what pasuk? The Boshemtiv was Miramis to this way that Hashem does things. That instead of executing the person for his Aveira, for this or for that, what he does, the way that Hashem is, the way that Hashem Kivyachal punishes the person, is Lakarvis Adam Elo Meiroi Vahava. Just giving the car of him and to show him more love. And the pasuk is, "Kel nekames Hashem, Kel nekames Hefiya." Kel, who shame shall chesed? Aleph Lamed is a name of kindness. And in the kames he in the kames he gvur. The kames means revenge. So how does that work out? Kel nekames, Aleph Lamed means chesed. Nekames means revenge. Rama Kavana Shiyesh, Umidis Agur, Sashemazbaki, Lover, El Haadam, Bereid Hasadam. There are times, and most of, mostly, Hashem takes, Hashem is exacting punishment or, so to speak, taking revenge is with His kindness. Kel, Allah Lamad, Bereid Hasadam. And if a person thinks about that, the Kach Nishba Libo, the Kirbo, Mishapach Lagamila Taiv. That's how you have to, that's how the children in, in, in school have to be punished and in our homes. With, with, with what? 
with Roy Chasadim and with Chiva and with Ahava and teaching them more and more and more about the Baron Shalom. When, when you see some kid that he's not, that he doesn't want to put on film, you think because he, cause he, he, uh, he, he hates God? He doesn't understand God. So why does he want to put on film? So now you're going to punish him, so we'll throw him out of your seat. Or because you saw him, you know, uh, like what happened to, to one of the girls in the Navy. You saw him giving, a, you know, a high five on Central Avenue to a girl. Our rice. Throw him out of yeshiva. That'll teach him how, that'll teach him how wonderful Yiddishkeit is, how the king is. No, the terrace is, you see that the kid is, so other rabbi, you invite him more into the palace. You carve him more. This marshal is everything about what's going on now. But the Balshem Tov said this marshal, Kel Nekomais, Kel Nekomais Hefiyah. Kel Nekomais Havaya. Kel Nekomais Yudkei Vavkei. Aleph, Lama, Yudkei Vavkei, Nekama. Like that misnagi that threw a rock uh, 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 and hit uh, through the window. It didn't hit the chayzer, but it went through the window because he was. It made him crazy how the chayzer kept Shabbos so light. So the chayzer sitting shalosudas with the chassidim, and this misnagi, he was always yelling things outside, and the chassidim wanted to kill him, and the chayzer always held the chassidim back. And then this time the the the, the, the misnagi couldn't take it, and he threw a rock through the window. <laughs> Broke the window, but the chayzer, the chassidim, you understand? The chassidim are not known. Uh, to be uh, peace activists, you understand? So the, the Chassidim got up, and they were going to tear him to pieces. And the Chayzeh, forget the Chayzeh, and afterwards he invited them to come in, and the Chayzeh was Makar of Imamish Dismais. And this, and this Masnagi became from the biggest Chassidim of the Chayzeh, so he was crying, he didn't know who the Chayzeh was. What's the Chayzeh? He didn't know. So all the chevra that's doing things against Yiddishkeit, that they're not keeping mitzvahs, or they're going off the derech, whatever it is, or they're hanging on the fringe, all these different lashonas, but they so they need to be punished. They need to be thrown out of school. They need to, they, forget, they need to be a car of more, and it's not just the kids, it's the adults too. So what are we going to do you know, there's, what are we going to do? There's, there's talking in the shul and uh, this and that. So how are we going to, what, what, what new rules and regulations can we put into place and this and that? And this guy's going to lose his, uh, you know, we, he, we're gonna, his membership is, no, you don't lose his membership, he pays for that. He's not going to be able to come with us on the bus to Atlantic City for the next trip to the shul. What, what are you going to do to the guy? You're going to punish him, right? He's not, his kid's going to be thrown out of the little league. I mean, how much punishments can you give the guy? You have to think of all kinds of xeris, what we're going to do to this guy. You know, you're not going to let him daven anymore, mincha, Rosh Hashanah or something. What are you going to do to the guy? You're going to punish him. Because, he, because, because we're trying to make a new din here in Shul that he can't talk. That's how you do it. No, the Torah says, if he knew who the king was, and he, knew, and he, he saw more, and he understood more about the king, and you learn with him, you teach him. So then he'll say, Gavald, how did I ever talk in Shul? What was I thinking? How could I have opened my mouth? I, he never knew the king at all. He opened his mouth against the king. Instead, you stand and yell, you can't talk, or you throw somebody out. Is that, that's the way to, that's the way to, no. It's Kel Nekomis Hashem, Kel Nekomis Hefiyah. Haifiyah means that, when, that the moment Akash appears in the life of a person, that's the Nekam. Kel Nekam is Hashem, Kel Nekam is Haifiyah. When the person sees God, when the person comes into the palace, when he comes, into the, it, it comes up to the throne, you learn, you learn, you learn Maharal, you learn Ramchal, you learn, the, you learn the Nefshechaim, you learn Tanya, you learn Svasamis, you learn the Kutamaran, <coughs> you sing a Nigin, yeah, yeah. See, invite him further and further and further into the palace. You don't talk about that, Vegas. You don't talk about his tightness against Hashem. He opens his mouth. Lama You don't talk about any of the bad stuff. What's the tachlis? What's the tachlis? So you throw him out of yeshiva. So then you have another one who's an enemy of Yiddishkeit. And another, another kid that's walking around screaming about his rebellion, my Rishayim, and the principles of Russia, and, and, and what did they ever do for me? And, 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 and Yiddishkeit stinks, and the whole thing is corrupt and crooked and so that's how that's how 
That's how you're going to bring somebody to Yiddishkeit. You made another villager, you made another villager an enemy of the king. Yeah, the, the nimshel. No, the terrace is, you take him on a Shabbaton. And you and if, and if the Rebbe doesn't have to doesn't have to say anything of any depth or inspiration, then you invite somebody that could talk to the kids, that could inspire the kids, and let them hear more that there's a Barisham who loves them, and then they say, "How did I?" Then they uh, that that's the that's the nakam. But the nakam here is not to hurt. The, the point is to have to have the malchus and to bring in more into the malucha and to ha- and to have the the subjects of the king. That they should be faithful, that they should be loyal. So how should they be faithful and loyal? By by a, a, another punishment? That's how they can be faithful and loyal. And if that worked many many years ago, and somehow Chol Yisrael Yishmu Yiro, and it happened, and it worked in that way, with the punishments and with the strong Musar and the storm, that maybe a mullet worked because there were people that were familiar with the king, and they and they knew about the parallels. So that someone already knows about the palace, he can hear a strong word. <coughs> but now, what are we? We're, we're even villages now? You understand the marshal? Well, it works, these things, with some people. When a person's a big person, and you give them a strong word, but not even, not even villages. So that's going to that's gonna do something? <clears throat> and you have from the old school, they're still talking the same Lashonis. The same Lashonis that they... That, that, that they that they heard uh, Shmuz in 1967, 1968, they're saying the same over, and they don't understand. That how come the, I don't, the, the, the the guys don't seem to be getting into it? Except the three or four, they're sitting right in front of them at the table like this. But the, the the villagers don't hear. Those are the guys that live in the palace. But then you have the villagers in this thing, <clears throat> and the Rebbe's so proud. Scott, he's, what he's what he's doing life over here, what he's accomplishing with the three guys that are sitting there like that. And the rest of the villagers are sitting there and they're thinking, oh, looking at the clock, i got to get out of here. This guy's making my life miserable. <laughs> and then, then it's, uh, we have conventions, everybody's happy and making all kinds of things. Everybody's patting each other on the backs and everybody's like, well, they've never had such chinuch. I'm sorry to be so cynical. There are too many, there are too many karbanas and, and there are more and more every single day. Not to say that there aren't wonderful in all of that. There are beautiful, beautiful elachim that are trying their best. But it's 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 a milchama because there are lots and lots of executioners. You can walk into you walk into institutions these days, and you can see people with like bla- black things over their heads with the eyes. <laughs> you walk into the classroom, you walk in, whoa, the Grim Reaper. The same thing with the black thing over his head, and the kids are sitting there, and they're going to get it. <laughs> they're going to get it. I'd like to see if that if that guy with if the Grim Reaper could take a harsh word from his Rebbe when he gets home. How how is he when he gets a harsh word? He gets a shtikel musa. But he can come to the yeshiva and get dole it out, <clears throat> free, nakama against little kids, and that little means 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. You know, as well as I do, that the kids nowadays are big babies. Just because they have a lot of machines and they drive a car, they're, they're such babies. So what are you giving them? So you're going to give them a patch, and that's going to bring them closer. This is the muscle of Hashem. A, a, a tiny drop to understand the muscle is the nimshul of Kel Nekomas Hashem, Kel Nekomas Then the heart becomes broken. Kamaychem has been b'svar makadoshim. As a zemer m'sheich chazdei chalidecha kel kanoi v'naykem. So in the in Zmir Shabbos, m'sheich chazdei chalidecha kel nokem v'naykem. M'sheich chazdecha. Listen to the words. Draw your loving kindness liyodecha to those who know you. Once we once we know more about Hashem, oi kel that's kindness kanoi v'naykem. Zealous who takes revenge, but he doesn't take revenge. With a patch, with a kiss, that's how he takes revenge. With a kiss, that's how you take revenge. You did that, that, that's not keeping mitzvahs. With a kiss, that's how you take revenge. Not with a patch. 
and the and the bigger the oisvarf, the bigger the oisvarf, the bigger the kiss you have to give him. Because his village is even fur, even farther away. So you have to give him a bigger kiss. And you have to invite him into the palace in in Pnimius Atira. And what Yiddishkeit is. And the whole thing is what are we gonna do with the computer? What are we gonna do with the computer or the street? Oh there's so many guys. I spoke about it, I'm gonna to go through it for the millionth time. Which I said in Shul Shabbos, uh, Yom Nirayim time, or even before, I don't remember what it is. So, what are they going to do with the girls, right? All the girls that are, we have to send the girls away. Because the boys can't deal with all these girls. So, if they f- figure out a way how to stop all computers, then the boys are going to realize, oh, you know, I don't have to look on the computer. They're live girls. I don't have to Skype. <laughs> I have, I have right over here on my block a living specimen. As if they didn't know. There's a living specimen here. I don't have to Skype. So then, then there's not going to be any choice. We'll just have to get rid of the girls also. We'll have to figure out what to do with the girls. Like I said, you know, put them on a boat, send them off someplace to the going. Because the street is killing our boys. The girls are killing them. The computers, the girls. So what are we going to do? There's, no, there's nothing to do. You've got to get rid of the computers, get rid of the girls. There's nothing to do. There's no answer. The world is evil. It's corrupt. Society is sick. The only thing we have to, there's only one way to save our boys slash ourselves. The only way to do that is to get rid of all the bad stuff. And that's how you're going to save them. And everybody's running around figuring out what are we going to do? How do we get rid of all this stuff? Kasha. You beat up one computer, you can't hear it, can't hear first. Like the Tzvardayim, you know. You, give, you, you, you turn off one computer, and then that computer gives birth to ten other computers. You see the screen, you throw a rock at the screen, you break the screen, and then there are little computers that come out. But here it's So what are you going to do with them? You know what you do with them. There's a Rebbein Blabas Eish, a fire. The Rebbein is a fire. And there's a Maimon Hashem Lokecha. Stop throwing rocks at the computers and start telling your kids about the Rebbein Shalom. Start, t- start telling yourselves about the Rebbein Shalom. Start inviting kids into the palace. Take yourself a little bit of a trip into the palace. That's the biggest Nakama. Then you don't have to worry about breaking computers. If you if you if you show someone uh, if you give someone a taste of what it means of the king of the malchus, then he looks at the computer like it's a like it's a, a, like it's a tzadayef. That's how he looks at the computer. He's interested in the computer. What the tzaddikim said, in, it, they said in Kotsk, the Kotsk didn't understand how people have time to do averes. That's what he said once. So I don't know how people have time to do averes. Maybe they're interesting averes, but who has time? So it's a lot. Could be, he says, that Averis is interesting. I don't know, but anyway, there's no time to do Averis. It's a different way of thinking. Not, oh, you know, Averis, Averis, and Averis, and the Rebbe standing over you, Gehenna, Gehenna, Gehenna. Ah, Yiddishkeit has so much to do, it's so gewaltig, I'm having such a blast, I don't, have, I don't have any time for that stuff. I'm in the king's palace, what am I talking about, Narishkeit? I'm not interested in that stuff. That's what it means. The biggest nakam is kel nakam is Hashem yudkei vavkei hayfia. Mishay chazde chaliyadecha kel kana v'naike. Shitim ayishah hakadosh baruch chasadu brachmav ubehem nakana v'naike ma'inches alahadam. That's the ayinish. By what Mishay chazde yes Hashem eventually you're going to punish me. Punish me with your kindness. And I should learn that I should be one of those who are amongst Yoid Echo, who know you. Because the more you because the more a person knows, the more he the more he, he eats his kishkas at how he how he wasted his life on Narishkeit. That's the biggest Nakama. Mishaykh Khazdukhaliyat Echa Kel Kanoi Vinaikain. Alif Lamad is Kanoi Vinaikain. The shame Alif Lamad, the shame Havaya. 
And that's what we're going to end Mitzvah next week. That's what Shabbos is. So yes, how could Shabbos be tshuva? We're not going to, we're not time to read it now. We'll read it next week. How could Shabbos be tshuva? And Shabbos is kamalach chasuyah. Heichel amalach, kum chosav heichel amalach, v'beis hamalach. The Torah says, "Oi, when you come to Emes and to Shabbos and to heichel amalach, you realize what an idiot I was during the week." That's a different kind of tshuva. It's not a patch. It's not the regular tshuva. It's it's kel Hashem. It's when Hashem appears. When Hashem appears, when Shabbos appears, when Hashem, when you're in the palace of the king, you realize what am I crazy? And all the toy of Hashem, all the good of Hashem, and Shabbos and Einig, this Anigal Hashem. What was I thinking? What was I thinking? That's the that's the tshuva of Shabbos. It's different madrag of tshuva. It's with Hashem appearing in life. That's how, that's the, that's the mahalach that Hashem is teaching us. That's what Shabbos is every week. That's what Shabbos is. An invitation into the palace of the king. Because I got an invitation to the king's palace. Well, if the king only knew what I was doing during the week. And he's telling me over here to come into the palace, to come Shabbos. If he knew, he knew, he knows. If he knew what I was up to during this week, he would never invite me into the palace. He'd never, he'd never uh, invite me into Shabbos. And the Baron Shalom makes like he doesn't know anything. He says, come on, Shabbos. That's the whole way the world was created. Adam Rishon messed up on his level. He messed up the whole universe. And everything is everything that Hashem made is, is ruined. It's, and the whole world is back to Tovavo. And what do you see the next thing in the Torah? Other reasons is making kiddush. He's wearing a white bakasha and a stramel. He's making kiddush. The last thing you saw in Chumash was a snake and things and bed. Everything is messed up. And the next thing is what? Look at the Chumash. That's embracious. What happened? Shabbos. And, and, and the Vachat of Gimach is standing there, filled with all kinds of terrible things. And Hashem says, go around Shabbos. Forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about during the week what happened. Shabbos. The person thinks he stands there with the Bach and he thinks, well, the Baruch Shalom invites me into such, he gives me a day of Shabbos. Do we even have, do we to have a Shabbos? People are worried about having extra 10 minutes. What happens if I have to stay in shul another 10 minutes? So Shabbos ends 10 minutes like a that were not even worms that deserve to be invited into Shabbos, let alone to step foot into one of the Rosh houses. To step foot into Shabbos, he could spit on us and take us like a worm and throw us into the street. And, and we have yet the goal to say, ah, it's, it's a little bit too early, this too late, and I like Shabbos. And every Shabbos, the Rosh says, Yidin, Yidin, come on. Shabbos. It's unbelievable. HaKash Baruch Hu, the Chazde Hashem, the Chazde, the Kel Nekomes Hashem, Kel Nekomes Hefiyah. I've mentioned next, next day of Shabbos, we'll finish the, we'll finish the Nimshah.